Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Welcome back to the show. Rachel, how is your week going? Uh, you know. You sent me a video or, yeah, a story about a dressage horse. <laughs> um, that, that, that viral dressage horse that was dancing to the club music. Horse in the club. Horse in the club. So I look forward to watching that after um, we record this. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't seen that. Between that and Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg doing commentary <laughs> of different Olympic events, it's a real treat. I Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I don't know. It's all over the internet, but just Google Kevin Hart Snoop Dogg Olympics. It'll come right up. It's pretty funny. Google it. Have you been watching the Olympics? I have. Um, we'll turn it on at night just to see, you know, just to catch up on how the U.S. Mm. is doing. We've watched like swimming. We've watched uh, some gymnastics, a lot of volleyball. Uh, <laughs> have you been watching? No. I'm sorry. Does that make me very anti-American? I just no, no. I, no. I've been watching uh, a lot of Love Island and uh, mm. UK and US. So another type of Olympic sport. Yeah, one would a say. different, a very different type of Olympic sport. A different type of competition. Um. Well, something else that's kind of been floating around the internet this week is uh, Chris Jenner matriarch of the kardashian clan has come out with a new line of home cleaning products i gotta be honest you sent me this story (laughs) and i did a big eye roll with bed bath and beyond it was launched in partnership with bed bath and beyond and her business partner entrepreneur emma greed greed being the key word there do they need more money i don't under what is the point of this yeah uh Chris is a capitalist. <laughs> she needs more, all the money she can get. Um, so this is a line of six products. It's kind of like Method, the brand Method, where there's like dish soap, um, right? Detergent, all in all in one cleaner. It's sustainable, you know, ecologically friendly. Yeah. So why are we? Yeah. Why are we redoing it here? Plant based. I. I don't, it's a money grab. I compare it to um, Jessica Alba's line. Oh, I forgot the, about her stuff. The Honest Company. I mean, she's like, I think she's a billionaire now because of The Honest Company, which is like, <laughs> um, she started with like diapers and wipes and like stuff for babies. And now it's branched into clothes for babies. It's branched into cleaning supplies, soap for your hands. Like, How it's, many cleaning supply companies are too many cleaning supply companies. I don't know. I I mean, I guess in this day and age with the Delta variant and like I know that we're back to wearing masks in California. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't have too many cleaning supply companies. Maybe we're going to get back to the, you know, the run on cleaning supplies. Right. That's clearly the impetus for it. That probably got her gears going in her head just because people are so concerned with cleaning and their homes and stuff because of the pandemic but um so like i said it's six products there's a hand soap oh and the company's called the the line is called safely s-a-f-e-l-y safely uh and it's hand soap 
laundry detergent, hand cream, hand sanitizer, universal cleaner, and glass cleaner. Uh, would you buy cleaner from Kris Jenner? Mm. No. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to. Right. I wouldn't go out of right. my way not to. What's the price point on these products? So the hand soap is $6. Uh, I think it's, how many ounces is it? It's like a big, a pretty big. Oh, it's six, 16 ounces. So that's a good amount of hand soap. Um, the detergent's 14 for what looks like a smaller package. I'm looking at my Mrs. Meyers Clean Day, which is another one of these kind of sustainable, organic products. And that's 12 and a half ounces. Yeah, and that's, I think, what, like $4 for Mrs. Myers. I, I use Mrs. Myers too. I don't know. I think it's just a grab at the fact that people are concerned with cleanliness right now and an opportunity for her to expand her empire. But, well, bless. we shall see. Yeah. <laughs> Is it only sold through BBB? Right now, yeah. That's, interesting okay that's what it is so it's kind of like one of these exclusives so uh, you're a 20 off coupon mm-hmm. stash those coupons can we talk about this hgtv show that got a green light okay yeah speaking of don't we have enough of these things i feel like <laughs> we thing. could do a whole segment on <laughs> things that we already have enough of that we don't need more of but you're gonna mm-hmm. get it anyway mm-hmm this is a show called Table Wars, and it's an extreme tabletop and special event design <laughs> competition series judged by none other than Martha Stewart and Tamara Mowry Housley. Yeah, Tamara of Tia and Tamara. Sister, sister. Um, sister, sister, right. This is a show about tablescapes and table settings and uh they'll be judged i think there's okay so it says six episodes eight contestants uh martha stewart and tamara are judging and it's gonna premiere in november so yeah just in time before thanksgiving yeah perfect timing um does this pique your interest, Rachel? No, this is the nichest of the niche shows I think we've seen so far. It's pretty damn niche. I think I, I would watch... Um, the Laundry Guy is pretty niche. This is pretty niche. Yeah, La- Laundry Guy is right up there along with... Uh, what's that one? The Chip and Joe's Friends? Oh, which one? The, the, the band. Johnny Swim show. Johnny the, Swim. <laughs> the Flower... The florist people show. I would watch I mean, this before that, though. I, I somehow I feel like this will probably be more interesting than I think. This reminds me of like, okay, so we have Top Chef, which is a cooking competition. We have Project Runway, which is that exact same formula but with fashion. Right. They've done it with uh, hair salon, like hair cutting. Sure. They've done it with, you know, it's 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 taking this formula and then just, just applying it to some sort of creative skill. Sure. And but here's so, the difference. You eat every day. You get dressed every day. Well, sometimes. You get your hair, people get their hair done every day. You're not setting up an elaborate tablescape every day. Well, maybe some people are. 
Martha Stewart is. Martha is, I mean, there are, you know, I think a lot of these people are like event planners. So this will appeal to the event planners of the world or people who like going to events. Well, and I guess like if you're planning a wedding, maybe this is something that you'd be interested in watching for inspiration. Sure. I'm talking myself into this now. I just love the word tablescape. (laughs) I think it's just so like fanciful and like yeah whimsical tablescape well and you if to have a tablescape you have to have a table and Mm -hmm. you have to have a space big enough to have a dining room table so I just I feel like this just applies to like a smaller pool of people do you know what I mean yeah I do but I bet that one of their challenges is going to be to decorate a small table like a bistro table or something like a like a beast or like i'm looking at the like tulip table for four in my apartment something like right. that like a small because i'm thinking small size game of thrones long you know last supper <laughs> type of tablescape a true escape <laughs> of a table just like yeah or totally. or weddings um, totally. same thing so i i don't know i mean i'm i guess i'm intrigued just because i think it's stupid mm-hmm. but i've talked myself into wanting to watch this now so we'll we'll watch it come november and get back to you i guess we will this is our recap of episode four battle on the beach this episode was hard to watch natalie i it was it stressed me out a little bit. I think this episode, yeah, there was a lot going on. I, I still found it fun to watch and see how they decorated these rooms. But um, if you put yourself, if, if you're an empath as much as Rachel and you put yourself in the, sh- <laughs> in the shoes of these people and you're like, wait, they have to decorate what now? Like it's, yeah, it's 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 a roller coaster. Um, True. I felt for them... They've done this thing the past two weeks where they keep adding on spaces and cramming it into the one hour episode or the one week that they had to renovate. And I know that they have to knock out a lot, but they're doing so much that it's A, stressful for me, and B, I I find it very hard to keep track of what each Mm. couple is doing. And mm-hmm. I, I can't take in the changes that they're making or enjoy them as much. I agree with that. I think, I mean, so this week they was bathroom week, um, but it turned into two bathrooms and a bonus room week. Um, but I get it. Like they're probably, they probably only had six episodes to get through in an entire house to renovate. So they're all, they're trying to cram it all in. Um, so it's bathroom week, of course. And the thing that they kept repeating, like every team, every HGTV star was like, how are we going to add value? Add value. Like there was never more of a focus on adding value than there was this week. Well, I think, and I apologize if we haven't been clear in the past, that is the end goal of this. That's how they're deciding who's going to win the contest is they're going to have an appraiser come in at the very end and judge the whole house on which one has appreciated the most in value given the additions and the upgrades that have been made. So I think that's why they're focusing so much on 
the features that will add value in each particular room because they're hoping the cumulative effect will be that they win. Right. Yeah. So then that makes sense. I get it. They're down to the wire. Um, This week they had to renovate two bathrooms. They were told in the very beginning and they had five days. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) that's a lot. (laughs) Why do they suddenly get five instead of seven? Well... Was the twist baked into? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're right, you're right. We've, I know, we've accused them of kind of scripting more than actually is, but I, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, and a four thousand dollar cash prize, so like a lot of cash on the line. Um, Mike Holmes is no longer just pulling out a stack of <laughs> of twenties. It's just one giant check <laughs> on the beach. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, I mean, what should we dive into? That's Let's what I mean. See. It's just there's so much because they're doing so many rooms, so it's hard to... Oh, wait, can I mention, okay, uh, a funny moment in the beginning. So Sanjay goes, when when Sanjay and Daryl are discussing their design with Alice and Victoria, Sanjay goes, we're thinking about getting rid of the tubs because each bathroom had a tub. Oh, and thanks. Allison's face. Yeah. Allison was like, what? Like, are you insane? She's, I mean, in her mind, tubs add value. You want to take a luxurious bath when you're by the beach. Like, huh? And it's not, there's ways to do bathtubs that doesn't, that don't take up a huge amount of space. Right. Like, it's, yeah. Ultimately, Allison steered them in the right direction yeah and they were like okay aside from that mind. i would say there was very once again for the second week in a row very little involvement from our celebrity mentors yeah beyond like discussing the initial design yeah but... we didn't see him very much we didn't see him giving input along the way it was, mm-hmm. it was sort of a push the baby birds in the nest and hope they fly there were a lot of like fun custom pieces that I thought, well, fun, but then also some fails as well. Um, Sanjay and Daryl built uh, a double vanity. Shawnee and Josh did like a raw edge wood vanity, um, which was totally Ty's idea and was totally Ty's style. Mm-hmm. Um, and then David and Carrie did a custom granite countertop that ended up being three inches short. They got their tile and the tile people cut it too short. Uh, so that was a minor oops for them. How'd they fix that? I wasn't, I may have zoned out. <sighs> I, mm, Again, this I don't is one remember. of those things where it's like they introduced a problem that was a big problem, but then I, I lost track because there's so much going on. Yeah, I they either didn't follow up on the problem or I, I missed it too. <laughs> um, and then Sanjay and Daryl did wallpaper in the bathroom. What do you think about wallpaper in the bathroom? Um, so we, we see it a lot actually these days because wallpaper is making a comeback. I don't mind it. You have to pick the right wallpaper. There There is different kind of wallpaper that you should put in a bathroom that's a little bit more water resistant. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's what she did. Yeah, I know. I was like, is that the like right kind of wallpaper? Because otherwise it's going to peel in no time. I like the design of it. They had they had a whole herringbone thing going on uh, with the mm-hmm. wallpaper and the tile. I'm a huge herringbone fan. And I, I thought it looked really classy. But 
Yeah, I think you bring up a good point that it's questionable about how long it'll last. You thought it was classy. Daryl thought it was Aztec. Yeah. <laughs> Which can also be classy, but just, yeah, it was, um, yeah. I was, that was kind of a funny, a f- a funny remark from him. So, okay, let's talk about the twist. The big twist. Um, well, first, before we find out about the twist, Shawnee and Josh get, I, I'll just say it, they get f***ed by time. Um they don't finish their their bathrooms and i feel bad for them frankly yeah josh looked like he was gonna cry like he was legitimately upset yeah he kept saying we didn't come all the way out here to just lose and it's unfortunate too for the competition because you want everyone to be able to be to be judged on their final product and they just ran out of time so um so they all get to the beach uh there's a tv screen out there they think they're about and to get judged on their yeah they right final they product. think they think they're like all right let's go look at like where's my combs and mina and they um get a video message from mina that says that she is held up in indianapolis uh with her own show she is not able to be there today um but she will be there in two days or they basically they have two more days to work on their projects um, and 2000 extra dollars to put into a bonus room that they have to design. <laughs> was this where your blood pressure just peaked, Rachel? No, it was already peaking, especially with Shawnee and Josh not finishing their bathroom. Um, yeah. I mean, and I, I knew, I knew something was to come because we were only halfway through the episode and we were already at the like supposed judging point. So Yes. I knew that yeah. there was a big undertaking to come. And it's it's a bonus room. So they could do they could do bedroom, they could do office, they could do kids room, they could do I believe Team Allison, which is soon Jay and Daryl, suggested doing a home office. That was the other time I loved her face, which was like Mm-hmm. Girl. This is a beach house. <laughs> You need beds in a beach house. Beds. Yes. More guests. So More money. Like, why are you talking about a home office? So astute. I mean, when they initially said office, my brain was like, yes, pandemic. People working from home. (laughs) Offices are more important than ever. Buyers want offices, dedicated office spaces. Great idea, guys. That's true. I'm like, no, this this is a vacation house. Like, I get it. <laughs> I'm not saying a home office wouldn't have value. Maybe it would have a surprising amount of value considering the number of people who might be moving to the beach and working remotely. And mm-hmm. so uh, I could be completely off base. But I think in that case, you just want to make sure that it's a flex space. Like it can sleep people, mm-hmm. but you could also work from it. So and I think that's what Allison got them on on board with. Yeah, that's exactly what they created. Um, OK, let's talk about the final designs which one was your favorite i mean here we are again it's just it's hard to it's like one person would have one room that i really liked and the other one would not like for instance carrie and david loved their bonus room loved loved it except for it didn't have a closet did not like that you know i don't like that can i read you something i wrote verbatim about their bonus room of course Hate the bonus room. <laughs> <gasps> Why? Hate. 
looked so messy. It looked like with the the wooden accent wall plus the bed that's like a hanging bed with like the ropes, but it's not really hanging. It just looked cluttered and tight and I did not like it. I did not like the artwork behind the bed. It mm-mm, not not me. I not see my style. You. I'm actually surprised. I'm surprised you liked it actually. I see you. I hear you. I validate you. <laughs> Convince me. I did I, I can see how you would think that it felt maybe claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was so unique. I'll also point out that and I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, that Mike Holmes loved it too. Mike Holmes was obsessed with this room. I don't know. Mike I don't Holmes know what that says about me in. and him, but I just thought it was really unique. And I actually just the biggest part is I loved the the wood accent wall behind it. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh the other bedrooms really utilized shiplap, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah. And mm. I don't know. But this one just felt uh so different, like a getaway. So it felt so different from a like a guest room in any other type of house. It felt like, okay, this is a vacation room. It is. I agree. If you saw that photo in an Airbnb listing, you'd be like, whoa. Like, I want to stay in that room. It was eye-catching. I could it is, and it, it kind of had the same characteristics as Ty's team's um, main bedroom last week where Mina and um, no. Mike, well, well no, let, just go stay with me here, <laughs> where, they, where they walked in and they were like, okay, this transports me. Yeah, that transported this, you to a third world country. Well, <laughs> felt like Key West. Like a treehouse. I, I likened it to a treehouse. But you also hated it. And that's okay. We can disagree. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Tanya, you love the bonus room. Um, two of the teams had issues with uh, non-slip tile. Oh, girl. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, Rachel, that's a, that's a trigger for you. I was triggered. No wonder I was stressed out. Uh, again, props to Mike Holmes, our own resident Simon Cowell of Home Improvement, for pointing out the huge flaw with two of these teams putting in non-slip or not non-slip tile, slip yeah, tile, non, not non-slip tile, um, slick, slippable tile. This is a trigger for Rachel. Of course, Rachel had a massive slip in the shower uh last year end of last year and it she broke her knee and it's just a really unfortunate situation that you went through um yeah so i i uh i agreed with him 100 percent. you do you you did not think this was mike holmes being nitpicky this was mike holmes being very smart no i i did think he was a little nitpicky there was uh i think it was ty's team i can't quite recall but somebody had just a edison light bulb sticking out from the wall which yeah and didn't have any covering and he was like you can't have electrics like that you know near water <laughs> I'm like, okay calm down mike um but the the non-slip thing i mean i, I do think that's a big deal and especially it's huge yeah uh, i can't remember which team actually did put in the correct type of tile it you? was ty's team oh but they were the ones that also had the black tub and the black tile that I didn't like and they also had yes their vanity was just raw wood which raw porous wood it yeah. looked great 
But Mike had to point out, he's like, uh, you're going to get water in that. You're going to get toothpaste. Like, this should be sealed. Yeah, if they were to do that, because we've seen raw wood, like, countertops and we've seen you know people use wood around water but yeah you have to seal it and I guess they just didn't have time to do that which fine okay so my favorite bathroom was um Allison's team's second bathroom uh this was the one with the herringbone tile in the shower uh I believe it was a shower that also had a tub so there was added value there they cut into the little nook under the stairs and they carved out some more storage, which is fantastic. I thought that was the main, in, their main bathroom. Was that their main one? I, see, it, this is my problem. It was way too much to keep track of. But <laughs> I wrote their second, but it, it, it could have been the I'm main on board with you. This, this, the one you're talking about is the one I like the best as well. The one with the two double vanities, two mirrors, right? Yes, double vanities, two mirrors, as opposed to Tanya's team that did double vanities, one mirror, no counter space. None. <laughs> it was all sit, all sink. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of sink. It was so much. It was too much sink. Uh, but yeah, so Allison's team that was definitely my favorite. Um, their the other bathroom that they did, I wrote was clean, white, bright. That's what you want in a rental bathroom. I, I actually liked how Mina and Allison disagreed with Mike about the wood stain. Oh, I liked in, that too, yeah. In Tanya's bathroom, in T- Tanya's team's bathroom, where the wood stain on the countertop was like a lighter plywood type look, and then the door was a darker stain. And Mike was like, this was, this should be matching. And then both of the ladies were like, no. Horrified. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too matchy-matchy. I agree. No. I mean, you don't, I mean, that's the big thing in design these days is you don't have to be matchy-matchy. You don't have to be coordinated. You just need to be yeah. cohesive. Even in wood tones, like the way to mix wood tones is pull out the the undertone, if it's a war- if it's warm undertones, then those should, should generally go together. If they're cooler undertones, those should go together. Um, and that's what they did. They pulled out the warmer tones of the door. So liked that. Um, I was so Allison's bonus room. I'm I'm. Sh- uh, oh yeah. I guess I'm shortcutting here by just saying it's Allison, even though she wasn't really involved. It was Daryl and Sunjay, but. Allison's bonus room got a lot of props because it had a full bed and then they somehow built a loft above that had mm-hmm. another full bed. So mm-hmm. again, it was it was bodies in the seats. Like, let's see how many warm bodies we can get in here. And I think that was really smart. I just didn't it didn't I didn't particularly like it. It's not it's like a place that I probably would put the kids. It was definitely a kid's room. Yeah, it was totally like a bunk bed vibe, like kid's room. Absolutely. That's where you'd shove the kids. Right. <laughs> Team Ty's bedroom was not impressive to me at all. They keep trying to do this thing with the ceilings. <laughs> they put, oh, my God. They put crap on the ceilings, and it just looks, it comes off cheap to me. Guys, stop putting, like, Jute woven rattan yeah. and bamboo on the ceilings. It's Please. not working. The edge of the the jute rug that they glued to the ceiling wasn't even cut straight. 
It just looked so arts and crafts and cheap. And I respect the in the innovation. I respect them trying to do something new. But your jute rug does not belong on the ceiling. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and none of the rest of the room was very impressive to me either. It's no. just it was just a room. So that's where I ended up landing on Carrie and David's bonus room is my favorite, which you hated, but that's okay. <laughs> we can be different. We can be different. Uh the winner this week was Allison's team. Which I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised either. And I was glad that they didn't try to cop out and do what they did last time and split it and give awards to different people. That was just sort of annoying. So yeah, pick one team, move on. For such a small beach house, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. I mean, I'm still really enjoying the show. It just... (laughs) I, I mean... It's just if we're so if much. we're in over our heads, think about how these designers must feel. Well, you know, when I, I thought during it, I thought I am so glad that this, this isn't what I do for a living, and I'm also so <laughs> glad that my partner, I don't do it with my partner because you see them sniping at each other and getting so frustrated, and I yeah. just thought I would commit a murder. Like I know the it's- next reality show I would be on would be Murder in Gulf Shores, and it would be starring me. <laughs> It would be the spinoff of this would just be a true crime documentary. Absolutely. Like I, <laughs> they should all be awarded more money for just enduring this entire process together. I think that same thing, like whenever I see married couples or life partners that like work together or in business together, I'm just like, how do you guys do it? I mean, replace this, replace marriage boot camp with this. Like this is, yeah, they deserve a, a medal. Or cookie or something. Oh, by the way, I would like to call attention to this is the second week in a row that we found Josh frolicking (laughs) in the fields, (laughs) searching for greenery. I was almost not going to mention that, but I'm actually glad that you did because... Oh, no, I caught it. They used the palm fronds. On the wall, which also Shawnee, once again, was not really on board with, but it was like yeah. Ty, Ty and Josh ganged up on her and they're like, no, 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 this is cool. Like, trust us, it'll work. And by the way, it didn't really work. And it's not like that strategy worked at all last right. week. Right. Didn't week, you learn nothing They from used last the week? ferns and Mike Holmes goes, what is that smell? Like, it was. I'm like, no wonder you're not finishing your bathroom on time when you're out frolicking through the forest searching for flora and fauna. (laughs) Josh, like, get a grip, man. No fauna. No, no fauna yet, but (laughs) maybe, maybe Josh will go catch, like, an animal to mount up on the wall. Josh needs to, I think Josh is overdue for some sort of wilderness hike or something where he, like, a vision quest. Vision quest. That's what it is. <laughs> I think he's he's doing his own version of vision quest in Gulf Shores, and it's like, dude, come on, man. It's like Shutter Island, the book in the movie Shutter Island. Josh is like going a little uh, cuckoo. Like he's he's been on the island too long. <laughs> Shawnee's face during all of it is just like again. I mean, these She's relationships, like, right, baby, if, if they can last. If they can last six weeks while they do this renovation, I'll just be amazed. It's so good. Um, next week is uh, 
Kids Bedroom Week. Ugh. Oh, sorry. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this. Well, I know. Well, no, I didn't say, oh, because I'm not a mom. I just, does the kid's bedroom really need to look that different from what they did this week? Kids' bedrooms can be really cheesy. They can. They and can I guess that's my question really is like. Cheap looking. Yeah. To to go so far as to outline it and say you're de- you're designing for kids is sort of putting you into a box. Anyway. Um, there was like a split second like clip of one of the a uh, part of one of their finished rooms from next week and there was a sand pit. Oh no. No. And no, I said no. 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 <laughs> yeah, that was my reaction. No. I was like oh, mess waiting to happen. That is clearly done by one of these couples that doesn't have kids. So clearly. Are Carrie oh and David God. the only ones who have kids? I don't know. I don't remember what the other couples said, but just the thought of this also being a rental. No. Like, that is not <laughs> That is not sustainable. Even I, a single woman without kids, knows you don't do that. You did. That's a no. That's a no, 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 no. You know where the sand pit goes? Outside on the beach. On the beach that's like steps outside the front door. Yeah, yeah that's know. where that sand pit goes. You don't need a sand pit indoors. So I, I'm i assuming that they're going to get whoever did, whoever committed that <laughs> felony is going to get torn to shreds. Oh, good. I can't wait for it. I would like to see somebody torn to shreds, actually. They've been a well, little too nice. This is HGTV. No one's going to get torn to shreds. Uh, well, I want to see it. Um,. All right, that's it for our recap of Battle on the Beach. Uh, it's on HGTV. I watched it on Hulu. It's also on Discovery Plus. It airs Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay. We have one making move for you, one celebrity move that we have to update you on. So we'll make this quick. Uh, It's Gloria Estefan's home. One of her two homes that she owns on Star Island is officially sold. We talked about this home in March when it was contingent. um, And we now have a sale price. It closed for $40 million. Woo! Rachel, you remember this house? It's known as Nena's Villa. Um, I think it was bought for... Gloria's mother-in-law. It was purchased. I know that it was on the market for a very, very long time. It was. It was. It was kind of one of those where it was like, "Is this ever going to sell?" I remember this as the house that, for forty million dollars, has a pretty small galley kitchen, Mm. um, which is surprising. We believe that it sold, that it was just f- fueled by a buying frenzy that's happening in South Florida's luxury market right now. People are just, I even, I think I saw a story today that was like, there are no homes in South Beach right now. That was Palm Beach. Like, yeah. Palm Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually immediately sent that to my dad. My aunt lives in Palm Beach and my dad goes, well, maybe she shouldn't sell her home yet. And I thought, well, maybe she should because she'll. Maybe. Yeah make bank um yeah there's try to the housing market's insane down there so maybe that's what finally made this sell you brought up the surprisingly small considering galley kitchen 
can we just do away with galley kitchens already? Oh, I have a soft spot for galley kitchens. Really? Why? Because I grew up with one. Oh, well. I mean, ours was, it wasn't like a true like enclosed galley. It opened up into like a bigger room, but I'm okay with a galley kitchen, actually. You're okay with it, but didn't you feel like, (laughs) didn't you feel like you wanted more? Not in my parents' house, no, because I think it's because the, the sink area looked out to our huge backyard and so that uh-huh. was like visually appealing um and there w- it was a very open flow passway between like from one side of the galley to the other it wasn't it wasn't like there was a wall okay. um on one end of the galley it was kind of like a passway so i mean sure it would have been cool to have like a kitchen island and like you know the whole property brothers shebang but i actually i think i edited a story a couple weeks ago or not a couple weeks a couple years ago about why galley kitchens don't suck okay. and like the the merits of the galley kitchen so glorious <laughs> has a little island here so it's not like you can't have one it's just um yeah i don't know they're not for me it's also the design of this kitchen too like it's outdated so for 40 million dollars you're getting an you out- think? I think so. I think the tile looks outdated. Yeah, I do. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess you're right. The tile. and All I'm saying is if I'm paying $40 million, that thing better be to the nines. And this is... I mean, I, I don't disagree. And it's not just the galley kitchen. The whole home is all white. Yeah. Uh, the trim, the ceiling, the walls, the linens. Everything is all white in a, in a way that isn't to me crisp and modern mm-hmm. it just sort of looks like somebody took a just a paint roller to the whole thing to just turn it white right right it just looks very like 90s to me yeah I, just, I agree I don't know but also like you're buying this property because it's on the water yeah on star this on is star location Island. location location thing that's that's the justification for the high price so I guess I just Fine. I'd be a little bit perturbed to drop 40 I almost said 40 grand 40 million Mm -hmm. and have to come in and do a whole lot of decorating yeah but it's very much a fixer-upper yeah it is it's a 40 million dollar fixer-upper well nonetheless they were able to offload it for a pretty reasonable price well like reasonable for them because they got their price maybe we can find out soon who bought it I know I wonder if it's watch it be J-Lo Watch it be <laughs> J Lo and Ben. J- watch J Lo and Ben be paparazzi there next week. Like mm, possibly. So much so much Genjamin is what people are calling them. Not not Benifer, Genjamin. Why can't we do Benifer? Is that too nineties? That's too night yeah, that's too early two thousands. Now it's 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 a new decade, so oh. it's Genjamin. I can't keep up. Now it's time for celebrity real estate winners and losers. This is the segment at the end of our show where we take a look at the real estate deals that celebrities have made. We pick out one winner and one loser. These are the folks who, you know, made a good deal or somebody who's done something bad. Mm -hmm. We're going to start with our loser this week. 
He's a bad boy. He did something bad. Uh, our loser this week is, I don't even, he's entertainer, DJ, whatever, celebrity extraordinaire, Ryan Seacrest. And the one and only. The one and only Ryan Seacrest. Uh, we have talked about him on the podcast before because he had a ridiculously high-priced Beverly Hills mansion, and now he had to drop the price. Yes. Originally listed at $85 million and we our jaws dropped when we saw that. I mean, it, it's an immaculate house. Um, he bought it from Ellen and Portia de Rossi, uh, so the design is very on point. The views are insane, um, but he's our loser because he, yeah, he cut... million dollars off the price so now it's the nice bargain price of (laughs) 74.5 million (laughs) dollars not a shocker right uh this place is 9,000 square feet or it has a 9,000 square foot main house and then two guest houses not one but two and (laughs) it's surrounded by just beautiful lush landscaping of course a giant swimming pool there's an underground garage i mean there's enough obviously to warrant it the price tag of 74.5 million but not enough to warrant a price tag of 85 million this one confounded us when we first talked about it though when when ryan first put this on the market because he bought it from portia and ellen in 2012 for 36.5 million um and we did not believe that he did much of any work on the interiors. Right. And then here he is putting it on the market for $85 million, now $74.5 million. Like, what justifies that price? He's just hoping you didn't notice. That's all. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> sounds like... Inflation. It's inflation. Oh, yeah. In- limited. We have limited... Um, Limited inventory right now. Right? It's, <laughs> it's a seller's market. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Got it. I mean, I, I'm not snubbing my nose at a $75 million house, but it's like fine, I guess. I mean, if I'm going to drop this close to this amount of money, again, I'm going to go back to my my dear old favorite, Pierce Brosnan's, which is right on the beach in Malibu. And, yeah. You know, you can basically go to bed next to the ocean. That's what we debated, too. Can you even see the ocean from this place? I think there are certain <laughs> angles where you can see the ocean. I can see Alaska from my house. Like, no, I, I I don't. I There are no photos. There's no photo evidence where I see the ocean. <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah. So Ryan Seacrest is our loser of the week for dropping the price of this place. Let me tell you about our winner. Our winner this week is rapper Big Sean. <laughs> Uh, Big Sean, who has claimed, came out today, that he has grown two inches in the last year. (laughs) So he's bigger, Sean. (laughs) Thanks, The Cut, for uh, giving me that. That was their headline, talking about this weird video that Big Sean um, put out, saying that he went to the chiropractor and he helped him grow. He's grown two inches from going to the chiropractor. You mean he stood up straighter? Perhaps, yes. His spine is elongated. No. Uh, no. <laughs> you're like, that's not how it works. No. It does not. You shrink as you get older. You do not grow. <laughs> well, he's he's only 30, so, you know. 
Right. It's um, only downhill from here. I think he just felt like he needed to justify his his stage name. Anyway, Big Sean is our real estate winner this week uh, because he renovated and found a buyer for his Beverly Hills home for more than he bought it for. One might call this a flip, but it's not really a flip because it happened in uh, it, it wasn't within like a short period of time. Um, so this house Big Sean actually bought from Slash of Guns and Roses. <laughs> uh, he bought getting it. Weirder. He bought it in 2017 for 8.7 million, um, and it is it has since sold. Uh, this week we got word that it is sold for 11.1 million. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to read this as it is verbatim. He replaced Slash's pirate ship shaped chandeliers <laughs> and fake alligator skin wallpaper in the remodel. Um, according to AD, this house is recently featured in Architectural Digest, um, but kept the nightclub. So this house also has a nightclub in it, which is, are you just baffled? The house is actually really gorgeous. It's Mediterranean on the outside. On the inside, it's very crisp. Mm -hmm. It's very crisp, cool, modern. Uh, It's, it's, it's a bit of me, as they would say on Love Island. Um, mm. Where is the nightclub? I, I'm guessing it's a subterranean nightclub. Do you have to? Is there a bouncer? Do you have to show ID, proof of vaccination? Is the hopefully, dressage hopefully. horse in the club? Hopefully, I hope <laughs> yes to all of these things. Like I have many questions about the nightclub. You mentioned that Architectural Digest did a uh, spread on this home, right? Yes. So what month was that? Um, May, I think. It was in May. And this house house was on the market in February. So my guess is the AD spread probably helped sell it. Well, as as many people suggest, when you see a house in AD, there's a strong possibility it's going on the market soon. Um, Or in the case of Big Sean, it was already on the market. And this is a bit of publicity to help get the word out and and show how beautiful it is. I bet it helps. I'm sure it helped. Yeah. With with coverage like that, it kind of being featured in such a high-end design magazine is just going to up the... The luxury value of a home like this. I want to see the nightclub. Where is the nightclub? I don't think they have a photo of the nightclub, dude. Well, then I don't believe it exists. <laughs> they have a photo of the theater. No. Nope. Oh, here's the nightclub. It's photo 12 of 17. That, that looks like the nightclub, and it doesn't look subterranean. Well, it's like a lounge. I would... <laughs> come on. It's not a nightclub. There's like... Hello. There's definitely no dressage horse. There's hella the windows. Club. Yeah, I think it's on like... Yeah, this- there's hella windows. There's white couches. It looks... This is like a mini man cave. You could like turn down the lights and maybe have a little like party, but it's certainly not like a nightclub nightclub. But the design yeah. is great. It's super clean, super modern. I think it's awesome. Um, so so good on Big Sean, Bigger Sean for... <laughs> I refuse. I'm not calling him Bigger Sean. For making a little bit of money. We don't know how much he spent on renovating this place, but chances are he walked away with a nice little purse. And that's it for House Party. Thank you for tuning in to our lively discussion this week. Uh, you can check out 
all of the stories that we talked about by going to your show notes. We will have links there. You can also go to realtor.com slash news or Google with the words realtor.com and the topic and it should pop up for you there. And then if you have a quick moment, if you could give us a rating and write a review about our show that would help us and benefit us and make us smile. Yeah, it helps other people find our show too. And we just love to hear your feedback. We love to hear what you like and what you don't so that we can stop doing what you don't like. Maybe. So if you have thoughts on that, maybe maybe we'll stop. Maybe. (laughs) We'll consider it. (laughs) If you have thoughts, please do let us know. You can email us at podcast at realtor.com. That's singular podcast at realtor.com or find us on social. We are everywhere. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at House Party Pod on all three. That's the place where we get to give you some bonus content and have some conversations. We'll post a photo of Big Sean's quote unquote nightclub and we'll probably post the dressage horse video i'm girl i'm already on it doesn't have anything to do with real (laughs) estate or houses but god it's making us smile so yeah we all need smiles so yeah join the party we would love to hear from you yes thanks again for pressing play and we will catch you later bye bye 